Welcome back to Source Code, Decipher's weekly news roundup with input from our sources for the week ended December 10th. Both Microsoft and Google this week cracked down on infrastructure used for malicious purposes. Microsoft on Monday announced it had seized 42 websites used by a China-based hacking group called Nickel, or APT15. This APT is behind widespread cyber attacks on government agencies, think tanks, and human rights organizations in 29 countries, including the U.S. By seizing these websites, Microsoft is aiming to cut off attackers' access to victims and prevent them from using the sites to execute attacks. In addition, it will allow the redirection of traffic from the sites to Microsoft servers, giving the company better insight into the activities of the APT. Similarly, Google on Tuesday announced that it had made moves to disrupt the operations of the Teba botnet. The tech giant filed a lawsuit against the alleged operators, taking down servers used by the botnet and disabling more than 100 Google accounts that are associated with it. The botnet has raked up more than a million infected machines and is part of a larger cybercrime enterprise that involves credential theft, credit card fraud, crypto mining, and other malicious activities. Sherrod DeGrippo, VP of Threat Research and Detection with Proofpoint, recently commented on takedown efforts by companies versus law enforcement operations. So I, I think that it's very, it's positive, and I'm glad to see um, providers and platforms doing that work. And then at the same time, when you're as large as Microsoft and Google, you're also in a situation where you're hosting a lot of this malware or you're facilitating a lot of these um, botnets or, you know, OneDrive or SharePoint or Google Drive is compromised and threat actors are hosting their payloads there. They've really become um, the next generation of bulletproof hosting. Just, you know, pop a SharePoint and put your malware there and then send out your campaign so I think we have a way to go there. I do think that this, in terms of F being effective, it's gotta come from private industry. Law enforcement doesn't really have the global reach, the manpower, the resources to make a lot of these things happen in a timely manner. It's really coming down to your security vendors, your platform owners, those entities that can really do something about it that have, you know, what I often refer to as the proof point ban hammer, the amount of places that you get blocked at a vendor with proof point, it's pretty impressive. And so those of us that have the ability to block on the network, to block an email, to block at things like DCAM, DMARC, SPF, the people that are looking at those things and dealing with those, I think that um, it really, that's our responsibility and we need to do it. Microsoft and other tech companies, including Google, have previously relied on these types of legal strategies to disrupt cybercriminal operations. To date, Microsoft has filed 24 similar types of lawsuits that have allowed them to take down 10,000 malicious cybercriminal websites and 600 nation-state actor websites. These have included infrastructure used by TrickBot, Zeus, Citadel, and the Necker's botnet. Google, meanwhile, has disrupted various campaigns and infrastructure associated with cyber criminals. In other news this week, 
further analyses on the return of Emotet were released by Intel 471, Checkpoint, and other researchers looking at how new malware samples have changed, why TrickBot is being used in Emotet's return, and what this means for the future of ransomware. Researchers with Intel 471, for instance, recently found distinct differences between newer and older Emotet samples, including the encryption used and communication, additional commands, and reconfigurations in several pieces of the communication protocol. Meanwhile, Checkpoint researchers revealed that since they spotted the Emotet comeback in November, they have observed a volume of its activity, which is at least 50% of the level that they have seen in January 2021, before Emotet was taken down. This upwards trend continues throughout December as well, according to Lodem Finkelstein, Director of Threat Intelligence and Research at Checkpoint. Um, this research actually um, conveyed a message that uh, we are we all heard about the comeback of Emotet, but uh, the most important thing is that after ten months, uh, ten months after it was shut down, Emotet is coming back, but also uh, enjoys a TrickBot a large infection base, and meaning that uh, TrickBot is actually facilitating uh, the comeback of Emotet and dropping Emotet on uh, newly infected machines, and just to get a sense of what the potential of Emotet is, is that we see uh, that in 10 months, TrickBot um, gains infection base, uh, which is larger, larger than it had before by 140,000 victims. And it means that the potential uh, for Emotet is huge. And if we thought that Emotet is coming back from scratch, it actually uh, enjoys the um, a firm position to start with um, and therefore we see that in very short time since it came back, it came back um, on mid-November and in two weeks alone, Imotet um, generated infection rate which is almost 50% of, of what it had uh, before uh, it was taken down, uh, and it means that it is uh, on high speed. And just two days ago, we reported that it even accelerated its operation, and it's about to drop ransomware on uh, its victims. And Emotet is always an indicator for uh, ransomware infection, because when you uh, add Emotet on your machine, it is only a matter of time uh, till a ransomware will be dropped on uh, on this uh, machine because um, this is the business of Emotet. Researchers say they will continue to be on the lookout for new updates on the return of the Emotet malware. Thanks for listening in to this week's Source Code Podcast. While you were hacking the planet.